You're tuning in to the Welcome to Motherhood podcast, the series that helps to make motherhood easier, one podcast at a time. I'm your host, Natasha Suttle, mum of four, midwife, educator, terrible housewife, and huge advocate for ditching the mum guilt. Find advice for all your motherhood questions from birth onwards. So here we go, let's get into it. Today, I am interviewing the lovely Brittany Tamo. For those of you who don't recognize the name, Brittany is the wife of Penrith Panthers Captain James. But aside from being the wife of an NRL captain, Brittany is an absolute success in her own right. She was a bronze medalist in the World Junior Athletics, I mean, that's a big deal, was an Australian Institute of Sport Athlete for four years, runs a successful online networking business from home, all while juggling four young boys, and only one of them is even school age, so that's very hectic. So saying she leads a busy life is a little bit of an understatement. I am so honoured that Brittany has taken the time to chat with me today, so let's get right into this as I have so many things to ask. First things first, welcome Brittany, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Uh, We have been trying. The funny thing is the listeners won't be aware that for two days we've had children dilemmas that meant we've had to change our interview like four times. So they are very lucky to be listening to us right now. Um, So first things first. Firstly, I myself too would love to hear how you juggle being in the spotlight as the wife of a rugby league player here in Australia and still just trying to be mum day to day. It does have its difficult times, that's for sure, having four young ones. My eldest boy is four, Brooklyn, who is in year one now. Then we have Barclay, who is four, Bronx, who is three, and little baby bear, who is one. So I have two of them that go to to daycare two days a week. But other than that, I have them all at home. So I do rely on having a really good relationship with my husband. So he does help me a lot, which I'm very lucky. And also my mum who lives in Canberra, she tends to come up every weekend. So I just have to be super organised because I do care for James and what he has to eat and his sort of program. He's very, very busy with his sports. So yeah, it's just really being organised for me. Oh, absolutely. You'd have to, otherwise you'd have no idea what was going on day by day (laughs) if you weren't running a tight ship. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And it's one of those things too, like I know with your boys, they're all so close in age. So how has that juggle been from you for you, not just having four kids and four boys as well, but also the fact that they have been so close in age, like what kind of struggles and things have you found? Um, Definitely need to go to the park daily. Four little boys, they are a handful, that's for sure, but they're all so active. So my main thing is just not to be in the house for too long. It's getting out and about and letting them run free at the park. So yeah, other than that, it's just trying to be organized and not have them so in a combined house that they're going to be on top of each other. Um, yeah. And they are the energy. so active. Yes, that's for sure. And with regards to sleep, I guess you probably sleeping through, people often think about, you know, having four kids and not getting much sleep. You probably haven't slept through the night, I'm guessing, in like the last seven years. Yes. I'm still breastfeeding our youngest boy, Bear, who is 20 months, I think now. So he won't take a bottle because I've never really given him one because I've only just breastfed him. He probably would sleep better if he had some formula, but he does eat everything. 
yeah, just I think I've just had them all so close that I haven't really, you know, had time to really think about it. So yeah, no, actually, you're just doing the same. Really good. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like the same, you know, don't sleep very much through the night, trying to get by during the day. So, I mean, I think I'm just so used to it now that it doesn't bother me. And I think really it comes down to just having a really good diet if yeah. you're um, to try and keep your energy levels up. Because you would just, this would be just your state of normal now. And fast forward like five, six years when you actually do get rest and have downtime and, you know, don't have to go to the park every day because your boys are old enough and doing different things. You're not going to know what to do with yourself because you've spent your whole parenting life so far with that being your normal regime every single day. (laughs) It's so funny you say that because I actually was speaking to James the other day and I said, when the boys are all at school, like, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to actually have time together. Like, it's going to be so weird. (laughs) And you're going to be like, what do I do with my day? How do I fill this time? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh my goodness. No, I I can imagine how chaotic and loud and love filled, but chaotic and loud your house must be as well. I mean, I know when you also started your parenting journey, you were living away from where your family and your main support networks were. And this is a huge... I think this is a huge issue and it's reality a lot for mums nowadays that due to, you know, work and relocation, often people start their parenting journey or the whole way through their parenting journey. They don't have their family or support networks around. So for you and obviously how you were living away and now you've moved closer to home, how have you found the difference in supporting for you as a mum? So we lived in Townsville for, oh, I'd say about four years before we moved back to Sydney. I was very fortunate to have a very close friend up in Townsville, um, Brooke Winterstein. She literally lived across the road from me. So we would do anything for each other because our husbands played football together. So they were away constantly. They were away more than they were at home. I think, yeah, just having that sort of support if you don't have family that are around, um, finding mum groups, making friends, having some sort of support if you're alone and by yourself. And then once we obviously moved back down to Sydney, I had my close family and um, back to my friends. So I had support when I got back here. And that would have, I mean, obviously it's different. I know when you move back closer to family to it would have been different to have all that support around because you would have got so used to relying on so few people to then be able to rely on more people would have felt quite probably un quite odd initially for you when you first moved back yes it absolutely was and yeah I think back now and I feel like oh how did we do it you know um being away not having my mum because my mum is literally up every single weekend she drives from Canberra to Sydney to help me with the games with my husband and and back in towns where she would come up maybe once a month so yeah um yeah definitely look back and go wow how did we get by but um yeah, it's just, just finding, <laughs> yeah, you just do it and you try and make friends with people that are out there in, this, in the same sort of circumstances as you. So um, mums groups or the other husbands, partners or wives, yeah, everyone can have each other. And help each other. So it's yeah. really funny you, you mentioned Brooke because she was literally my support <laughs> network in Townsville too. So I've actually got her coming on here in a few weeks to interview her because it's it's amazing how one person can make such a difference to so many people's lives. And it's quite funny you mention her. So we'll be hearing from her in a few weeks too. <laughs> yes. And I think she's such a positive, 
helpful person that I think she draws a lot of positive energy to everyone. So yeah, yeah, oh, she's a beautiful absolutely. person and we're all very lucky. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It's amazing how one person can make such an, such an impact of what she would think small, but on, you know, how people are living their day-to-day lives. I agree with what you say too, about if you don't have a village, you just need to try and make one or create one or find support people. And I know a lot of people out there don't feel comfortable to do that. And that just makes it harder for themselves. So I'm really big on trying to encourage people that if you don't have a lot of support around you, try and put yourself in situations where you can gain that support and meet people that can fill those roles that you do need. Everyone needs someone to bring them milk if they've run out, you know, and their kids are sick. You need someone. You have to have that person on call. So another thing I am super interested to know is how do you, amongst all of the juggle of mum life and being a wife and all the other commitments that you've got going on, how do you just stay Brittany? Like, what do you actually do, if you remember who that lady is, um, just to be Brittany, not, you know, with taking away the mum and the wife duties? What do you do for you? So I am actually an Arbonne Independent Consultant, and I have been with Arbonne since 2015 now, so a little while now. So I do networking marketing from home so I think that's my other sort of baby for myself and I just love helping others with their health or financial situation what it may be and I find that this role in this job really offers so much opportunity to people so this is what I get to do in my time when my babies are asleep and it's yeah something I do for myself a feel-good thing. Because it is one of those things that both mentally and physically, when you are a mum and you do get a chance to just kind of tap out for some time, you need to be doing things that you enjoy and things that if it's taking you away from your kids or it's time you're taking away from your kids, you want to make sure it's making a difference to your life or someone else's life or actually something you've really thoroughly makes you feel good. You're spending the time doing it. Yes, absolutely. And I think being an Arvon consultant, this is something that it does make me feel good. So I do help a lot of people with weight issues or skin issues or sleep sort of issues or even financial situations if they want to join the business. So I find that Arbon really is such a positive market and can help so many people in so many different ways. So and it's something I can do in my own time. So yeah, something I really enjoy. So whenever you get yeah. that own time <laughs> in between sleep, so the quick dash up the road yeah. when James has taken the boys out. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> so when it comes from, because I know there'll be a lot of people listening that are, are already have like some kind of business from home or mums that are, you know, potentially even work from home in their normal jobs. How do you juggle getting some downtime to actually work from home? So is it exactly that, just grabbing time when the kids are sleeping or up the road or do you try and get them involved? Yeah, so it's, it's just something that you only need a phone. So I'm on my phone a lot, whether it be videoing my babies, taking photos, and they love hopping in my videos as well. So you'll see them mucking around and being funny and they know all about Arbonne and they love Arbonne shakes and they help me with my cooking and snacks. So it is something that I love to have them involved with as well. So, but yeah, it's genuinely just when the babies go to sleep, that's when I place everyone's (laughs) orders or talk to people. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what a lot of mums who will do anything for home, whether they're studying or working or anything, it's one of those things where it's like, the child is occupied. I'm going to get a program, an episode of Paw Patrol out of them. So quickly, quick, do something while I've got the chance. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> 
and it's what we do. We get things done and we do it. So I, I mean, I could ask you so many more questions about all these things (laughs) we're talking about, but I need to wrap it up. Otherwise we'll be here all day and one of our children will wake up and we will get interrupted. (laughs) Um, What I do with everyone I interview on my show is I also get to the end and I want to hear your top three tips for navigating motherhood. So what are the first three things that come to mind for you that have helped you navigate your motherhood journey? Okay. So for me personally would be to have a diary. This is something that I live by and carry with me daily because I'm one of those person people that if it isn't in the diary, I don't remember <laughs> being yeah. asked to be somewhere. So diary, number one for me. And number two is to cook dinners at lunchtime because that just helps me when I pick up the kids from school, um, dinner, shower, bed, it just makes it so smooth. So cook dinner at lunchtime is my second thing I do. And number three is to be kind to yourself. Um, You are enough. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You just have to be kinder to yourself. And all the things that we do as mums, we put a lot of stress on ourselves to get everything done in that one day. And you just need to know that it's okay to do that tomorrow. So don't put too much stress on yourself. And um, yeah, just be kind to yourself. I love that all the things you said. And it's funny that you say that because every, I think every single person that I've interviewed, one of their top three is something to do with taking the stress off yourself as a mum, or being kind or taking time for you. Like I think everyone knows that it's so important that we do that, but it's really hard often for people to actually keep in mind on the day to day that they need to be kind to themselves or they need to just get rid of the mum guilt a little bit. So it's, I find it really interesting. Every mum I interview says that, but I often wonder if we're good at taking our own advice and actually living by it day by day. We all know it's really important, but do we actually take our own advice? Exactly. I think that's a really good point too. So I hope that I'm sure everyone listening will be like, I know I should, but this is our message to you reminding you that everyone needs to just be a little bit kinder. So there's going to be people on here that have listened to this and are now going, how do I find out more about this Brittany Tamo? Or how do I follow what she's doing? Or, you know, watch some of her videos. So how will people find you on social media? So I am on Instagram and Facebook, more so Instagram. And you can find me at Brittany underscore Tamo, T-A-M-O-U. And I post a lot about my family, my nutrition, um, sport, and my husband, James. So that's pretty much about me. Awesome. And I've seen some of your videos and I love it when your boys pop in. I think I saw one yesterday (laughs) and your oldest has got like his head pushing into the side of the video (laughs) as you're talking away about what you're you're making. So I always have a little giggle. It's like, this is mum life (laughs) element. You're trying to do something serious and there's a little head poking through the side. (laughs) That's it. It's just normalizing that we are all human. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) And we can still get things done, even if we have little people coming to join us and and what we're doing. No, so I definitely um, tell you, people jump online and have a watch. You'll find some really good information in what Brittany shares, but also a little giggle at the cute little boys that pop into the videos as well. Thank you so much, Brittany, for talking to me today. It has been so awesome. And I think it's really good that just, I really like when mums just can get a little bit of an insight into just how other mums are doing things, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And also so people can kind of nod their head and resonate along with the fact that, oh, yep, that's normal. You know, that's how I do things, or I'm not the only crazy one going through this. And it just makes a little bit of normality back to this madness that we live in as mums. 
Yes, absolutely. No, thank you so much for having me on. It's been an honour. Oh, um, I'm sure to, everyone's to going to speak take... to you today. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> we'll be talking again in the future. I'm sure I'll be calling you back. It'll take us about six weeks to organise a time without all of our, each of us have four children. So juggling that's an issue, but we will do it again. Yeah. So thank you Wonderful. so much. Thank you so much, Brittany. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I hope you've taken some little tidbits of knowledge out of here. And feel free to comment on the post for this episode with any feedback and anything else that you've got to say. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Welcome to Motherhood podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when each new episode hits the airwaves. I hope you enjoyed it and can walk away with a few key take-home messages to help you make your motherhood journey that little bit easier. See you next time.